Badass Babes podcast, the show wherein I tell you about legendary women and 21st century female bosses, how and why their names are carved in history books, and how they've managed to hit the work targets while juggling home chores. So here's to strong women. May we know them, may we be them, may we raise them. Another episode, another story. Today, I will be telling you about Cornelia Sorabji. Now, who was she? She was the first Indian female lawyer in India. She was born in 1866 in Nasik, Maharashtra and in a family of eight members, parents and six siblings. Her career path was heavily influenced by her parents. Her parents always guided their kids to become leaders in education and social work. And uh, she was homeschooled by her parents and she also attended mission schools. She was the first woman admitted to Deccan College in Pune, where she graduated with a first class degree. In fact, her parents encouraged all their daughters to attend Bombay University. But unfortunately, during that time, applications were rejected from female applicants. Uh, you know, they were not considered for admission. But it was only their sixth daughter, who was Cornelia, she finally broke through the barrier of entry. Now, at Deccan College, she pursued literature and she completed the five-year course in just one year. And that's why she was ranked the top-ranked student of her class. But she was a female and that was the reason she was denied the Oxford scholarship that was usually given for the top student of the year. But there were some prominent English women in Pune and Bombay. They raised funds to send her to Oxford. And that's how Cornelia went to Oxford in 1889 and she joined the Somerville College. Now at Oxford, Cornelia took law and in 1892, she became the first woman to pass the BCL examination. BCL examination is Bachelor of Civil Laws. But Oxford would not grant her the degree. Why? Because she was woman till then, were not allowed to register as advocates. At Oxford, she held the record as the first woman student till the arrival of the daughters of Maharaja Dhulip Singh, Bhamba and Catherine in 1890. That's why she was the first Indian national study at British University. So if anybody ever asks you who was the first Indian national to study at any British university, ladies and gentlemen, that was Cornelia Sorabji. Now, though she was not granted the degree, she returned from Oxford and she began searching for a legal post in India. She got involved in a couple of social work and the social work was on behalf of the Purda Nashins women. Now, Purda Nashins was a group of women who were veiled and they were forbidden to communicate with the outside male world. Now, as a solicitor, she prepared cases for women clients first in the princely state of Katiawar in Gujarat. All in all, guess what? She has helped at least 600 women and orphans fighting their legal battles. And many a times, she charged no fees from them. She also completed LLB course 
from Bombay University in 1897. Although it was not possible for women to become barristers until 1923, she still continued to read law at the solicitor's firms. For some time, she also joined her younger brother Dick in a brother-sister law practice in Allahabad. So after Oxford began awarding degrees to women in 1920 and the London bar agreed to allow women with law degrees to practice law Cornelia traveled back to England to collect her degree and she was called to the bar in 1922 after all that collecting the degree she returned to Calcutta where she enrolled as a barrister at the high court she thus became first woman to practice law in India and in Britain Cornelia Sarabji was involved in various social reform activities. She was also actively associated with the Bengal branch of National Council for Women in India and then there was Federation of Women University uh, Federation of University Women and Bengal League of Social Service. And for all her services she was uh, she was awarded the Kesar A Hind gold medal in 1907 by the government of india she was also working alongside pandit ramabhai who was a renowned social activist of maharashtra she gave up her practice in 1929 and completely devoted her time for social work well initially she was a nationalist loved her country and i'm sure she loved her country then also but she became a anglophile who is an anglophile a person who is fond or greatly admires england and you know that kind of entered into her political leanings she quoted controversies by supporting the american writer catherine mayo who in her book mother india 1927 defended british rule in india and guess what gandhi ji Uh, quoted that book as gutter women's report cornelia even opposed gandhi when he launched civil disobedience movement and following years she toured india and usa to propagate her political views and thus became unpopular among nationalist leaders in 1931 after all of this she moved back to london where she permanently settled and she would visit india during winters she died on july 6 1954 and she was unmarried now besides being an active social worker she was also a prolific writer she had written a lot of books short stories and a lot of articles for journals if you want to know more about her you can read two of her autobiographies one India Calling the Memories of Cornelia Sorabchi that was published in 1934 and second was India Recalled that was published in 1936 so ladies and gentlemen that was Cornelia Sorabchi to listen to more stories of legendary women stay tuned to badass babes podcast you can connect with us on instagram our handle is at the rate parasbeeps underscore podcast you can also connect with us via gmail our email id is parasbeeps at parasbeeps podcast at gmail.com till then have a good day